0: FM to get started.
1: It is the Raw 25th anniversary, and not only that, but it is the go home show for the Royal Rumble happening January 28th in Philadelphia. We have everything from Teddy Long to DX to Boogeyman coming at you right now.
2: You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion,
1: After Buzz
2: TV. And now, let the buzz
1: begin. Uh, there
2: we go. See, we even
1: got the show. There we go. And we're thankful. Thankful for, uh, as Stephanie McMahon says, the one person that we should be thankful for. The one person that uh, set it all off. Welcome to the WWE Raw After Show on AfterBuzz TV. We have all of your wrestling coverage coverage covered here right now. Um, to my far, far left, I have... You know him.
2: Oh, hey, you everybody. I love
1: him. He's hey, part of your OG Raw squad. I have... T- Ty Matthews. A T and T Matthews works too. I, I was going to say T Matthews. That works. T I'll Matthews. take that. Ty Matthews. What to do? I know he's here from the Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. There
2: you go. There you go. Also, uh, the Magicians After Show. I am still gainfully employed as a host here on the AfterBuzz TV network. You can find me on Wednesday nights, 10 o'clock p.m. Pacific time, or Saturdays, 4 o'clock, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Check your local listings. All that stuff. But I'm happy to be back on the panel.
3: How are the magicians? Do they do the magic? Do they do so, it well?
2: They so much magic. Actually, this season, there's a magic shortage. That's not what? a joke. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> so, tune in to see how that works
3: out. Yeah, this is serious business.
1: <laughs> next to him, the man that is forlorn that magic is no longer in the world.
3: Well, we saw The Undertaker tonight, so there's there's still a little bit of magic. There's still just a little bit Shit, of magic. Just a little bit.
1: Not ba- a whole lot Basically, you put some wrestling initials together and you will see this man working the mat this is true, Hobo.
3: Yep, yep. Just got in from uh, Arizona. Mr. Robert Baines was in attendance at the uh, Championship Wrestling from Arizona. And then the uh, Hobo wrestled a little bit later at another undisclosed location in Arizona. I think it was Action Pro Wrestling. I don't know. I just go places and then people <laughs> say, fight them! And I fight them. That's what I and do. And he just
1: breaks some heads. That's yeah. what Hobo mm-hmm. does. Wrestling. And that's that's what we want from Hobo. Two
3: guys. All, I, both of them over 300 pounds. Oh, boy. And then a 100-pound girl. And you know what I did with the girl. What's that? I threw her at the other guys. Cool.
1: nice. So that's what that's, that's what you got to do. What, use them as a weapon
2: when you're when you're a vagrant and you're a, you're a head breaker. That's what you do. What you there do. you
1: go. Use mm-hmm. people as weapons. Uh, so <laughs> we have over three hours of a 25th anniversary of Raw to cover. Lots to
4: talk about
1: within an hour. So we're gonna power this on through. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, do it. Yeah, and uh, if you saw the Raw pre after sh- uh, the Raw pre show. Uh, awesome to you. We won't be able to cover it because we just do not have time. It's hard
2: enough to cover the show show. Let I'm alone
3: the pre show. Telling you, I didn't even know there was, there was a, a pre show. Yeah, I, I don't listen. There's it was not a full enough thing. time. There's time. There really time. isn't.
1: There's never enough time, but take your time. That's what Persona 5 says. Anyway, yeah. so we had two arenas tonight. We had the Manhattan Center and Barclays Center, um, both in New York City. And uh, Manhattan Center had uh, WWE Raw Hall of Famers, uh, Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler. Of they course, of course. The Manhattan
2: Center, to- where it all began. Yes. Yeah. Even complete yes. with Pro banners.
1: I know. With the
2: Pro banners that? and that everything. So nice.
3: Wild, man. I You know, I didn't realize they had changed the name, but that venue has seen a lot of red- Wrestling, a lot of very important wrestling, mm-hmm. right trajectory of professional wrestling as a whole, it's managed to host some of the most important events. I mean, outside of, let's say, Madison Square Garden, which is really, that's that's the staple of professional wrestling mm. in New okay. York City, but the Hammerstein Ballroom, as it was formerly known, is, is really important to the history of professional wrestling as a whole. Nice. So it was great to see them running in that location, in addition to Barclays. Um, I did hear that there, was, there were some... Issues the fans in attendance at yeah. uh, at the Manhattan Center were not as pleased with what they received for <laughs> their ticket price this evening. That's fair. They <laughs> they fair. did
1: not have let's just say they didn't have as many matches and interactions. The, the, as well, people well, at no Barclay one said. really had as many you matches, know, but yeah. really, really. Did. It, it oh, was... and um, I'm horrible at this. I'm your host, Marquia McCarty. Oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah, that's
3: right. Marquia McCarty. Oh my god.
1: Uh I'm I'm horrible at that. <laughs> See, I thought it's you were Angela ridiculous. Bassett this we whole got time. So <laughs> We got so I will take it sir. There you go. I will take it. Uh, but, yeah, and our commentators in the Barclays Center were uh, Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and, of course, uh, WWE Hall of Famer Booker T. So we began with the Raw Commissioner Stephanie McMahon and Shane McMahon, who's uh, the SmackDown uh, Commissioner. They're in the crowd. The, they're in the ring. The crowd is feeling it. Shane, you know, has thanks and praise for all the unsung heroes, you know, behind the scenes and such and such. And we go into the Raw 25th Anniversary video package, which you can see online. I don't know how much time. A lot we have. of good it's stuff. No. We
3: are not talking of, any video packages. We will talk Moving any video packages. It was the best of. Figure it out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> go ahead. You can see it online. Uh, so coming back, Stephanie McMahon, she's honored to introduce the one person that we should thank. The same person that we opened our show with actually, and that is Vincent Kennedy McMahon.
2: <laughs> he, sure. There you yes, go. Yes.
1: He comes out uh the crowd pops. You know, very nice thank you gift for him. It's a raw 25 plaque. It's, it's beautiful. I thought it was very nice. It was golden and there was, you know, wood. It was it looks like a nice it was, a supple I, wood. I think a supple I, wood was more, on there. More
2: than anything, I loved the idea that Shane and Stephanie didn't want to foot the bill for the plaque themselves. Right. So I got to go fund so me. got to
1: go
3: fund me. For cash. <laughs> well, you couldn't sell any ad space tonight. Boar. <laughs> I saw that Isopro banner. Hang on, real quick,
2: I got to throw a shout out to Slanderous Mambo for saying that this show could have used a lot more Jean-Pierre Lafitte, because that is a deep ass cut, and I am here for it. I am here for when he stole Bret Hart's jacket. I'm here for evil pirates.
1: (laughs) Nice. Uh, But basically, Vince was not feeling the plaque. He said, "Uh, you know, it looks a little cheap. You know, I've 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 have sl- slaved for you people for 25 years and all you have is this plaque is like, uh, no, no, I'm not feeling it. Uh, then there was a particular chant, of course. That, uh, you know, hey, it's New York. They're going mm-hmm. to tell you what they what they need. And he says, uh, "Vince says, I did this by myself, did not need anybody else. And then Steve Austin's music is. And WWE Hall of Famer Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out, and Vince, of course, you know he's playing feeble. I have a I have an AARP card <laughs> now, you know. I, I'm my bones are brittle. He's
2: not the genetic jackhammer he used to be. No, yeah, but you know no. who
1: is hmm. Shane? He's re- in his, Shane's, in, yeah. his, in, his, in his
2: prime, as Vince said. Yes,
1: Shane's virile and uh, Stone Cold takes that stunner <laughs> yep. that is handed to him and mm-hmm. then you see uh, vince has two beers hey two beers amongst buddies you know let's have a chug let's have a hug and then let's have a, a stunner hug. i
2: love how much they drew it out like they hugged and then they back away a little bit and then steve Austin would raise his hand again and you knew it was coming you just didn't know quite when <laughs>
3: Even even Vince was looking at leaving, and he's like, <laughs> "Something's going to happen. Something. I can't here. just leave. What's going to happen, <laughs> Stunner?" Uh.
1: And that is how we begin. Where did wrong.
3: Stephanie go? She knew what was coming. She was a She did the just vanish. Out of
1: there. She is gone. She's a leader and a survivor. Yeah she knew to go. I was
3: going to say something and I can't say it. I can <laughs> say what I was going to say right now. Please excuse my own laughter in my head.
1: Bad. And our first match for uh, the 25th anniversary happens to be an eight-woman tag team match. A tag team match, player.
2: Oh, missed it. Lights nice
1: and
4: all. Her
1: Anthony
3: treats
1: us well. Holla, holla, players! Uh, and our eight-woman tag team match consisted of Oscar, Sasha Banks, Mickey James, and Bailey versus Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Alicia Fox, and Nia Jax. Uh, it seems like she's a uh, kind of semi joined absolution, and Paige's. Uh, Unfortunate. No, I think it was
3: one of those situations. She saw Oscar was going to be on that team, and she said, "Ah, uh-huh. yeah, that.
2: common, common enemies, all that good stuff." Indeed. Uh, Indeed, I do love that. After years and years of of the same tropes, we we still hear, you know. I don't see how she could be eliminated. She absolutely <laughs> has to win. She is because a- that's worked so well for every other giant in Royal Rebel history. Somebody
3: on commentary called that out <laughs> too. Well, it didn't work out so well for the big show.
1: Yeah, apparently she's the first draft pick and there's uh, nothing to stop her. I mean, she immediately went for Asuka mm-hmm. even before the match started. Oh yeah. And then the match itself, you know, a lot of a lot of fun stuff in that. You know, I I didn't feel bad about any match that happened tonight. I thought sure. all of them brought it. Sure. All of them brought it. It so for this, uh, a brawl erupted outside of the ring. Um, Foxy went for a high kick in the corner. Sasha saw it coming, she basically countered with a backstabber, and then she ends up uh, getting the win with the bank statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did y'all feel about this match? I mean, you know, it was opened it, was it up longer, with an eight woman tag team yeah, match. I mean, it had a good time to it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it so went for what three segments? I think it was. Yep. It was. It was. It was interesting to see Oscar in control for the vast majority of this. I don't think anybody really had her down except for the the early goings of this match when Nia jumped her from behind.
2: Right. Exactly. And it's it's good. Obviously, getting getting so much time for a match with Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, the more exposure we can get. Uh, for them in front of the Raw crowd, the better. Especially with with the words going around when or if Paige will end up coming back, so...
1: I, I at this point I don't want her to. I need her to take that healing, right. and I need her to pull, she's, a, pull she, a Daniel Bryan at this point. Yeah, well, and, it's and like she he's can just be, like you know step away
2: exactly. And she's such a good talker; she can be just as effective in a in a non competitive role. I and think she's got thank two
3: pit bulls. All she has to do is stand there and keep keep them on a chain, and then let them loose. On exactly, exactly somebody.
1: like Michonne from Walking Dead. I'm that's on board. That's exactly right. Yes, and thank you chat room. Yes, Nia Jax did get a pop from the crowd. So yeah, that's that's I like that. So. Yes, we have Oscar, um, Mickey, and Bailey join Sasha as winners. Everything's good and happy. No, it's not. Oscar takes them all out.
2: Do that all spinning, of them. the spinning backfist that Oscar hit Bailey with might have gotten my biggest reaction on the Ma- night.
3: Bailey was stunned. <laughs> what the hell,
1: backfist? <laughs> Don't have it. <laughs> Oh, I'm loving me some Oscar. She's uh, this is what this, I knew she was going to do the entire oh, time. Mm. I'm this close to cosplaying her because there you like, go. Her in that like Technicolor nightmare coat. I am yeah. all it's so about colorful. All of exactly. Us. She's the
3: murder fly.
1: There you go. And <laughs> uh, we're moving on. We're backstage with Kurt. So Kurt Angle is backstage with a ref uh, because Kane, Braun, and Brock will be there tonight, and we can't have chaos. No, heavens
2: no. No, perish but, the thought.
1: No, not not at Raw. That's not what Raw. Never, never Never. Raw before Royal Rumble. Absolutely,
2: we we run a respectable show here. Things will be orderly. They will be. They will be by the book.
3: (laughs) Never Uh, otherwise. Oh heavens! Yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> and apparently Marie Annette in our chat room was there tonight. Oh, God. You know, uh, liven up the chat room. There you go. But, uh, Give Kurt us some Engel, stories. Please do. Kurt Angle was not in that room by himself because then the coach walks in. I
2: says, was really excited about the coach. That? I was so pumped.
1: I, and uh, he says, you know what? You're doing a great job. This is a great job. But he's not the only one. We have Harvey Whippleman, the of Brooklyn course. broiler, uh, Steve Lombardi. He comes in. <laughs> and, and you know, all already this kind of seems like a match that somebody would make. Right. And then uh, who walks it. in? But our favorite person in the world, WWE Hall of Famer, Teddy Long. Holla. Holla, holla. And mm-hmm. he's got his dance on. And I had a real fun time with that. Um, I
2: thought that this was gonna be where it ended but please continue
1: yeah no 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 because they they needed they had Teddy Long but they needed a little more love a little more love in that room so then we got brother love and fool, bro.
2: <laughs> Honestly, there might not have been anyone on the show with as big of a gap between the last time he was on Woo. WWE programming and tonight. Yeah, I don't
1: know. When was the last time we saw Bruce? Because he's not
2: one of the ones that they usually like trot out for these mm. these type of reunion shows. It's true. Yeah. It's been a minute.
1: It's huh. been a more than a hot minute. Chat,
2: tell us the last time we saw Brother Love on TV.
1: Yeah, and um, AJ0314. Yeah, I know. There was no IRS. There was no... Or Ronald the entire time at the 25th anniversary (gasps) of RAW. Uh, Yeah, I'm gonna be hurting about that for at least until the next show. Uh, I didn't know you
2: were such a big IRS fan.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. He he got me when I was. uh, (laughs) He was the first (laughs) real bad guy at that point. I didn't Uh know heels. I was like, he's such a bad guy, but he's so suave. With his <laughs> red tie, I I was a cautious eight I don't know if anyone else would have
2: said swab. A cautious eight year old. Those I red suspenders—they
3: I mean, were—they were going for greasy, and somehow they caught you a swab. He was
1: swab. Keep in mind, he, I read a lot of comic books. As he was—he so. was really the
2: only one like wearing a tie at the time, probably.
1: Yeah, uh, a tie and suspenders. Although he took an extra step.
3: Was that's
2: one of those really old timey really
3: wide tie. Right, right. Yeah. Right, right,
1: I liked him. I liked Undertaker, and I loved the Bushwhackers because oh, they kept it real. They yeah. were real southern. <laughs> they
3: were wait, yeah. wait, wait,
2: wait, wait, real southern. I mean,
1: um, I was eight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was eight.
3: <laughs> but moving equator, on,
1: we had Brother Love, but he was not the punchline to the nope. scene because then. We- <laughs> The Boogeyman! man. The Boogeyman man came out, and the boogie man is greeted. Uh, just creeping everyone out. Eating Eat worms. Eating worms. <laughs> Just, Very oh.
3: specific skill set. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
2: I
3: mean, it, it obviously is a great source of protein. Look at him. Shush, look at him.
1: I'm telling you, if you're running a D&D campaign and you need a worm eater, you call the boogeyman. Yeah, it is. I mean, it. I,
2: that is a good point, though. It's worth mentioning that when he tried out for Tough Enough, he was 40.
3: He's over 50. So the fact that he looks <laughs> like this now. He's built like a, 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 a large brick structure. <laughs> you
2: know, that one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and we have uh, Sean Cooper. Is that how I say it? C-O-U-P-R, Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says that 15th anniversary of Raw was the last time Brother Love was there. Okay, so, okay. okay. So it's been a hot let's decade. See. Let's see, let's see. <laughs> so we're back at the Manhattan Center um, after the break, and, uh, and then we see the Undertaker video package. We're not going to go into all the video packages because seriously, we got so much. He you, know, you know what's in
2: a video package. <laughs> you
1: know what's the Undertaker. He does then, he does a high buy. And he also.
2: He hey, has guys. To the ring. Still dying.
1: There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, you know, the bells are tolling inside the Manhattan Center. He's in the center of the ring, and he has. Epic Undertaker speech. When is of course, not of have course, and
2: and I mean the Undertaker especially with the Manhattan Center. I remember vividly one of my most vivid raw memories of the very first episode, the Undertaker versus Damian Demento, because Damian Demento scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. Really? When he talked to himself, I, I it freaked me out to such a weird degree. <laughs> I thought he somehow knew what I was thinking oh, and was wow. like responding to that. Like he was just a
3: radio picking up everybody's thoughts. Exactly.
1: Yeah, but basically the Undertaker for the last 25 years has ripped legends from their pedestals. He's buried them. Now on the sacred ground, he declares for all those who have fallen, it is truly time. You rest in peace. And then the crowd starts chanting one more time. Of course. One more time yeah and and it leaves off and from then there. it leaves off from yep, there yep so backstage uh the old apa office is uh set up of course uh poker game in full fact uh we've got ron simmons jbl heath slater and rhino and uh you know heath loses He's got kids. Mm-hmm. You no, know? we can't lose this game.
2: He, <laughs> he if you got kids, you can't be this bad at cards, you man. Can't. But
1: JB like, head. well, daddy's broke. What <laughs> are we going to do? And then we get Ted DiBiase, mm-hmm. the Million Dollar with Man, a fat stack, bam, just boom, oh. right there on the table uh, with with that signature laugh.
2: Of course the the laugh, the belts the just com- the whole and, package. And
3: lapels he had pins in his lapel <laughs> giant gold encrusted things.
1: He did. He had like a gold chain going down. He looked like some uh, embassy from the land of Zamunda, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> He was decked out. So uh and then the next segment, the next segment we have the general managers of uh Days Past mm-hmm. for Raw. Some of the greatest GMs that we've had in Raw history. Uh we have uh uh, John Laronitis, we have William Regal, um, Eric Bischoff, and then Daniel Bryan. Of course. Daniel Bryan. Yes, there's a yes chant. Yes, yes, yes. There will always be a yes chant for Daniel Bryan. Um, but The Miz comes out with the Miztourage, gets in Daniel Bryan's face, because he's about to face off with Roman Reigns, because we have an Intercontinental Championship
2: Match. There's, I, I hope the Miz and Daniel Bryan get like, at, at the very least, a network special documenting documenting their history, because that yeah. is is low key one of my absolute favorite rivalries going back to the game show days of NXT.
3: Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, they remind me a lot of, you know, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. There is no universe in which these two would get along. Right. They are just <laughs> exactly. always opposed to each other. Right. They just hate each other. Just And it's it's not personal, it's personalities. you know? Right,
2: and then it, everything just, it reached a whole new boiling point on Talking Smack when The Miz just went nuclear on Dana Bryan. Yeah. It's good stuff.
1: Yeah, and I cannot underestimate or uh, understate Mm. uh, the pop that Miz got when he actually walked out. There were so many pops tonight, it's more like, who didn't get a pop? Yeah,
3: kind it was, it was a it was a hot crowd. It was a hot crowd. It really was. I think was. everybody everybody came into this knowing, you know, you're just gonna have a good time, have a few drinks, and kind of relive the magic.
1: Mm. Yeah, like we're we're gonna get the band together. We're on a mission for <laughs> <God>. That's right? <laughs> it
2: was. I mean the the episode. It was. It was, I felt like it was in an unfortunate position because these anniversary shows they are for all intents and purposes non-canon you get you get a lot of feel good moments but not really anything of consequence but yeah. at the same time it's the go home show for the se- what some might say the second most important show of the entire year. So there's got to be something there.
1: Yeah, not I, only that, but...
3: I think it actually works. Weirdly enough, I think the 25th anniversary of Raw falling right before the Royal Rumble, you're going to get casual fans in for the 25th, sure. and then they're going to carry over to the Royal Rumble because everybody likes the Royal Rumble because it doesn't really matter. You just watch and sort of figure out, it's a sampler of who's now, and you kind of pick who you like and who you don't like, and you might see somebody win. So I think it's, it's actually not such a... A bad place.
2: That's but a it, it it's, leads it's, into that. That's a great way to put it. I love the idea of it being a sampler. That makes a lot of sense. I yeah. enjoy I like that,
1: a, like Russell or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Right. Just exactly. get a little bit of everything. Uh, but yes, this actual match, I thoroughly recommend for you to watch this match, this intercontinental match. Just uh, okay to say there were a number of distractions during the match, and the Miz managed to take. Uh, The cover off of the second turnbuckle, uh, Roman Reigns' head ended up meeting that turnbuckle. And let's say finally the third skull crushing finale, Miz was able to put away Roman Reigns and become the Intercontinental Champion. There was so much more to this match. How did y'all feel?
2: It's, I mean, it's it's classic video game boss strategy. You wait until <laughs> he charges at you, move at the last second, he hits something hard, and then you capitalize.
1: There you go. It's like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> exactly. I, exactly.
3: I mean, this is absolute proof that Miz is playing chess while Roman Reigns is playing checkers. Uh, Miz has got his pawns in play. He's playing the field. He's planning for the future. I didn't even know that he had removed the, the buckle cover until yeah. all of a sudden Roman Reigns' head goes careening into it. I was thoroughly shocked and I generally mm-hmm. pick up on these kinds of things. And then all of a sudden it was like, "Oh, it's over. Well, that has to be it. And to goad to your opponent into a misstep like that is strategy and it's brilliant and that is why he is the champion now it is for planning it is not an accident
1: yeah i will put it out there though without the Misraj, i don't understand how he would have been able to lock this down because because of the Misraj's interference you know then he had roman reigns (laughs) doing like the drive-by-drop kick and Mm -hmm. you know like doing superman punches outside and like dividing his attention i mean without that can the Miz retain his championship if Ms. Raj is uh, rejected like they were?
3: All he has to do is stay away from Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Champion's <Right>. advantage <laughs> exactly. all, the whole time. He nice. had the hardest time getting Roman back into the ring because that's the only place you could actually beat him for the belt. But if he wants to retain, he just has to stay away.
0: Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all these shows for you free is by our amazing sponsors, and today Spotify is one of our sponsors. On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you don't miss an episode. Premium users can even download episodes to listen to offline, wherever they are, and you can easily share what you're listening to with all your friends and following on Instagram. If you haven't done so, already, already be sure to download the Spotify app and search for Afterbuzz TV on Spotify or browse podcasts in the your library tab. Also, make sure you follow us so you never miss an episode of Afterbuzz TV.
3: Just stay away. Play the game, mess him up, throw him outside, 10 count, victory, cheap victory, but he retains. Champions Advantage is a hell of a strategic tool. There you go. And
2: as Michael Cole mentions, The Miz is only one title reign away from tying Chris Jericho's record nine IC title reigns.
1: Yes. Wow. We're just breaking all kinds of titles. I mean, uh, hey, it's 2018. It's made for that, right? Of course. So uh, backstage, the APA office now includes Jeff Hardy, MVP, and The Usos. Poker game still in effect. People like cards. And in the ring, this was fun. Uh, Christian's back. And not only is he back, but he's brought The Peep Show. Not only that, but his special guests are Seth Rollins and Jason <laughs> Jordan. Uh, Christian has missed us. Welcome back to The Peep Show. He's a nine-time tag team champion. He just wants us to know that.
2: Just so everyone's clear. Just
1: so that they're clear. Wow. Can I just say the crowd just loves Jason Jordan? I love they it. Love Big fans.
3: It. <laughs> Big fans. Brooklyn loves Jason they Jordan. They love him. <laughs> They're
1: wild about him. If you can't tell the sarcastic font of what we're saying with the <laughs> right. subtitles.
2: Slash S. you know. italics. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, yeah, but uh, hey, you never want them silent, so he's winning. Um, one of the things that he says is his dad doesn't suck, but then... Shazaro, the bar comes out, and they want to reclaim their tag team titles. Uh, they say that Jordan sucks. The crowd agrees. What? They love Jason Jordan. What? Why are
3: they agreeing? Yeah, they all definitely clapped for Kurt Angle. When he yeah. stopped everything to have everybody stand up and clap for Kurt Angle, they definitely did <laughs> they that. They definitely did yeah. that. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> In general, some tussling happened. Uh, <laughs> Rollins ended up mistakenly taking out Jason Jordan, much to the audience's surprise.
3: This, I, I'll say delight. Delight yes, it might be yes. the better horse Horseplay ends in tears, kids. There you go.
1: And the bar is please us punch.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. So we have Charlie Caruso backstage with Alexa Bliss. And basically she says, uh, will Alexa still be champ by WrestleMania? Alexa is taken aback by this Uh, She has a lot of feelings, (laughs) mainly that she is a goddess, and you do not ask a goddess these questions. And then we have SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair come to the scene. And can I just say, that dichotomy of height was...
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a lot more striking when they're both sharing a frame. She's a
3: very mean giraffe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How did they frame that? I'm not even certain. She was in heels.
3: Charlotte was definitely in heels. She was harder than her dad.
1: Something like that. But um, basically, Charlotte Flair, she comes, she lays the law. She says, uh, Bliss doesn't have the size (laughs) or the pedigree. Not only that, but the nature boy, Ric Flair, comes in. And he has a lot to say that Charlotte will be the champ tonight, tomorrow, next week, next month, WrestleMania, after WrestleMania, and so on and so forth. Woo!
3: Until she decides to hang up the robe, he's confident. Mm-hmm. You know, but he's—he's he's gonna bet his Hall of Fame ring on that—that that next match she's got until,
2: until someone super kicks her into retirement.
3: Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then we have a video package um, highlighting Edge's career. Mm-hmm. Uh, just watch the video packages. We have to steam ahead. Yeah, let's just not, not mention any more
2: video packages. You know yeah, what happened? We can't
1: yeah, talk about know. the sexacular. <laughs> <laughs> Was really that was that about. was a
2: classic moment in raw history. the live sex celebration <laughs>
1: uh, and backstage in the APA office, uh, poker game is in full swing, uh, so uh, Heath loses to Natalia. I forget what she had, but I uh, full house, uh, maybe it was all hearts. Mm-hmm. I remember that mm-hmm. and uh, Dana Brooke and i okay i I enjoy that Dana Brooke is a part of Titus Worldwide because mm. they're you know getting her involved but but, but couldn't we have had IRS? And there, delivering this line of he crunched the numbers and Heath Slater has lost a lot of money. Just just there. Well, like, he, let me have it. He could have he could have been
2: there. He could have been there to determine how much of that needed to go to Heath Slater's taxes.
1: You would think he'd be at the poker game, <laughs> right? You would right. think.
3: Actually, yeah, he could have been waiting at the door just to take his share of everybody's earnings. Well, hell, yeah, he, and, he, he, pay and, the
1: IRS. he
2: and Ted DiBiase, Money, Inc., a, a, one of the the uh, more prolific tag teams of the early 90s. He could have yeah. been right there beside him.
1: There you go. Just like a hand on the shoulder and be like, I'll be taking my percentage. Okay. <laughs> yep. So yes. So then, moving on, um, in the Manhattan Center, I think this was the second match that they had of the mm. night. And it was Bray Wyatt versus Woken Matt Hardy. Uh both of them had very strong intros, but the crowd seemed a little bit more subdued, maybe because of what you were saying earlier, Ty, where it's like they probably expected more stuff Oh to yeah, be happening I can imagine.
2: Well and it's point. it's it took me pretty much by surprise that the Bray Wyatt-Matt Hardy one-on-one match happened here. Right? And tonight, of all places.
1: It was... Yeah, I was not expecting that at all. Like, and it happened. Right. I mean, not
2: not that I've been crazy about the build thus far.
1: Hey, I've enjoyed the build, but you know, I'm biased.
2: I've absolutely hated the build <laughs> with a passion. Yeah,
1: but yeah, I'm kind of with you. On I'm it. I'm uh,
2: certainly uh, I am not the first person to make this point by any means. Mm. But the the brilliance of the broken universe is that every week you tuned in and you didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't know if there was going to be a drone or or a Love dilapidated drones. boat or mm. any anything of that magnitude
1: our resurrection
2: exactly this this build has just been hey this guy laughs hey this guy laughs too next week hey they both laugh hey yeah. next week hey they're still laughing
1: no oh, i like the build like the character builds for each i didn't need a match to happen But
2: that's what I mean. There, there is no build. It's just mm. been them laughing at each other. See,
3: that's why I'm glad you're here. You're saying what I'm thinking, but you're not here as often. So <laughs> you, you all give him the heat. Just heat that heat right onto him.
2: <laughs> I, I just, I enjoy both of them so much, and it's such a dream program that you just need to let them go wild with it and just completely take They're the, take the reins off. Yeah,
1: yeah. I want them to have internet shorts. The both exactly, of them. That's exactly. What I, that's what I mean, I at
2: this point, Matt Hardy on Twitter is the closest thing to true broken Matt mm-hmm. Hardy that we've been seeing.
1: I understand what you're saying with what they've had on Raw. For me, that was just steps towards them having internet shorts, them having things that they put on Snapchat mm-hmm. um, as their characters. And I just, I really, really hope that WWE goes that way. I certainly I hope so. I feel like they should. Mm hmm. But, uh, yeah, for this particular match, um the commentators, uh, like I said earlier, it was uh, j b. l and uh, jim ross uh, yeah, a lot of blocking by um, wyatt for uh Bray Wyatt for basically anything that mm. uh Hardy was putting out there, I mean twist of fate blocked uh, a lot of walloping on Hardy Hardy tried to bring it back, but kept on getting countered in the end, uh, Sister Abigail for the win, mm. you know so bray. Bray got that down.
2: Bray Wyatt kind of uses that top rope to his advantage. Wasn't
1: clean. Clean. Wasn't clean. Right across the throat. Yeah, dirty.
3: He snapped the arm and the throat. I mean, it was it was a case of. Bere, just being a half step behind Matt for the majority of this match, but then busting out that speed, that low cross body, and just leveling him. He is. Love so watching
2: dangerous. that. Absolutely. Uh,
3: yeah. hey, a man that size should not move that fast. I'd love to see him and Samoa Joe mix it up. Ooh. Of course.
2: Of man, course. Dangerous as hell. Well, I oh, mean, back nice. in, in his in his previous life, there's a reason they called him a Sherman tank with a Ferrari engine. Yeah. You know? Yes. Nice.
1: Uh, so, in this next segment, we have uh, JoJo uh, at the Barclays Center. We're back there. And we're celebrating the greatest female superstars in the WWE. So, we have the Bella Twins come out. We have Maurice come out. Um, Kelly Kelly, Lillian Garcia, WWE Hall of Famer, Jacqueline.
2: Love Jacqueline. Who,
1: uh, let's say for the Royal Rumble, if, if she's up to it, I would love that. But oh, I, a, w-
2: I wouldn't be I surprised would, one bit. I would she love to I see would that. Love, good. I
1: would love that. Yeah, jazz. Yes. Uh, Tori Wilson, Michelle McCool, uh, uh, Terry Reynolds. Mm-hmm. What did what did I put down? Uh, Maria Canellis. <laughs> I I, I said that they I have didn't... a lot of typing errors. Right? I mean,
2: I I love Terry Reynolds, but I I wish they would have they would have brought out Marlena instead. You know, yeah. just full full gimmick. Haven't seen that gimmick in a very long time.
1: Well,
3: I think it would have been, been gone over most of the audience's head
2: Marlena might not have been available. Yeah.
1: might not have been available. <laughs> Right. Uh, and then WWE Hall of Famer. And this was the biggest pop Trish mm-hmm. Stratus, who uh, I also would not mind. And I, I kind of feel like she would.
2: Maybe, maybe. I like
1: it. So then and this was one of my favorite segments of the night. We are backstage with Elias and, uh, uh, and Jericho. Jericho's there. He sees Elias' scarves. He's not feeling it. He says that he's made a song about him. Can he borrow that guitar? Uh, Elias is like, "Uh, no, no, dude. You can't borrow my guitar. No problem. Got my own. Just such a
2: stupid visual (laughs) gag. I loved it. That
1: was so ridiculous. I'm so on board. And um, so basically the song was he doesn't want to walk with Elias. Elias is a stupid idiot. And he's just, just made the
2: list. You know.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then a uh, quick cutaway Empire State Building is lit up red tonight for Raw 25 so we have Elias in the ring he's a man with a guitar and a spotlight and one thing to say and that is burning everything down around him so he wants to sing to the WWE legends uh, there's a fan interruption of stupid idiots.
3: <laughs> surprised you didn't throw a Molotov cocktail at him <laughs> <laughs> this is Brooklyn
1: the ring <laughs> <laughs> Uh, He was burning everybody, Undertaker, apparently Jimmy Fallon was there, Uh, John Cena, and John Cena was most definitely there, comes out, he's like, "Uh, no, this isn't going to happen. Crowd starts another chant, and uh, John Cena turns at PG and says, yes, um, (laughs) the Big Apple. (laughs) (laughs) Decide what that chant was to yourself. So, yeah, so uh, then some tussling happens mm-hmm. between uh, John a Cena. T- a, lot and a lot of tussling. A lot of tussling. There's a lot of tussling. Mm-hmm. A lot of tussling in mm-hmm. this uh, anniversary show. Uh, basically, uh, yeah, Cena got a five-knuckle shuffling. Uh, Elias got a low blow and then guitar smash on Cena's back.
2: I mean, I I get why they can't do the headshots anymore, but, man, those guitar shots just aren't the same to the back.
3: It's worse to the back. You know? (laughs) You you saw what happened to to Finn Balor, right, when he took that? No, huh? I Elias went too high, and the edge of the guitar caught the back of his head and Mm. opened him up like a ripe melon.
2: Boy, oh, boy. Gnarly.
3: It's actually better to the head.
2: Right? Those just exploded over the head, double J-style, Honky Talk Man-style. Just don't make make sure it's not a real guitar like what happened to Jake Ooh, the
3: Snake. God.
2: Oh boy. But but John Cena the potential possible uh movie version of Duke Nukem.
3: Oh, that okay. that just recently Wait, What?
2: That's that's <laughs> the word that's been going around.
3: How about a very un PG. <laughs> you know movie? you know
2: how everyone's been asking for a Duke Nukem movie. <laughs>
3: everyone
1: everyone asked for that. There would
3: have to be topless women. I think John might explode. <laughs>
1: Did you say he was in that Amy Schubert movie where he was like completely naked? He was in Trainwreck? He, he, yeah. like, he looked like a sculpture. Like you know, that like walking something. granite. Yeah, <laughs> really is.
2: but he is, he is in a decidedly non PG movie coming up called blockers. That also looks pretty, oh, yeah. pretty funny. Yeah.
1: There you go.
3: You can't say the first word.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is specifically only called blockers. And then a picture of a uh, rooster.
3: They really they yeah. changed it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, be
1: <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, so speaking of which, we're back at the APA's office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, a couple of Just segments. Even, after even this. more people. The I game know. keeps multiplying.
3: It, it really it, I does. like that every time you come back, there's more people. There's it's, more and
1: more people. It's, it's a like poker a game. growing
3: version of the, uh, the the Last Supper.
1: Yeah, <laughs> new day is there. Heath has been cheating. Uh, DiBiase has a royal flush and a laugh for everyone. Oh, uh, that could be a ringtone. This man's a laugh. Oh, absolutely. There's yeah.
3: pancakes. He <laughs> didn't want the, the pancake. <laughs> this ain't no pancake breakfast. It's poker. goddammit. <laughs>
1: So Mark Henry is backstage, and he bumps into the Godfather. And there's uh, an interaction between the Godfather and the the young lady that's with him. Uh, uh, Hey, young lady, this is sexual chocolate.
3: Of course, of course. Uh,
1: Sexual chocolate. This is my wife. Uh, Yes, uh, we all grow up.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, he didn't grow up that much. You can see him at Cheetah's in Las Vegas. If you're in town, go say hi to my Godfather.
1: Yes, uh, but because of Not the cheating show. and because he's Heath Slater and <laughs> Rhino, they're versus Titus Worldwide, and we have that match happen. And with this, uh, you know, it was a shorter match. Uh, Apollo Crews is really leaning into the strength moves because mm. with that um, delayed vertical suplex, it's just like, wow, he just... Help that! Oh yeah, for he's a yeah. He hasn't
2: gotten a chance to display it as as much as I would like, but he is freakishly strong. I
3: think yeah. they're trying to move him away from looking like a cruiserweight, right? Exactly. I like think him do more power stuff to look, make him look like he fits with the heavy. Well, I think
2: when when Apollo debuted, 205 live wasn't a thing, so they're like, yeah, this guy he's insanely strong and he can move like a cruiserweight. Now, if you see him moving like a cruiserweight, you're like, why the hell am I gonna watch these little guys do the right. same thing? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, so a brawl breaks out. The match is called. Uh, so it looks like, oh, is that it? No, Dudley Boy's music hits. Uh, crowd wants tables. Dudley Boys gives them tables. And uh, Slater gets a 3D through it. Of course. Yeah. And, of,
3: and of course, Rhino's the one going, yeah, yeah, go see, go see the Dudleys. <laughs> he knows what's up. He knows them from way back. This oh, yeah. No surprise.
2: Talk about yeah. tables. Rhino used to pile drive people off of aprons through tables. And he's
1: a oh. mean mother. It
2: has been... A long journey.
1: <laughs> I love how Titus worldwide just like ghosted during this. They're like, "No, oh, of we're course. good.
2: You know what's going to happen. We've yeah. tasted
1: everything that they have to deal out. We are good." Mm-hmm. It's like Titus is like, um, "I have some kegs to run. I'm, I'm just, I'm just good." So we have uh, Charlie backstage with AJ Styles, and um, AJ calls in a, a relief interviewer like, oh, who, who could he want? Uh, mean Gene. He of wants course. Mean Gene. Yeah. Um, and Stiles will have a two-on-one handicap match. So apparently that's coming up. And he even bol- breaks out a Hulk Hogan impersonation. Well, let me tell you something, Mean Gene.
3: Mean As, Gene was not impressed. No, so
1: <laughs> no, no, not at all. No. As I'm sure a lot of people Hulk watching Hogan that Hulk Hogan is a friend of mine, are,
2: and you, sir, are no Hulk
1: Hogan. <laughs> 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 but basically, Stiles says that he will retain the title. Owens and Zane have nothing to say about it. And now we have uh, DX. Uh, we have D Generation X reunion. So Shawn Michaels and Triple H. This is back in the Manhattan Center. So they've got something else mm. that they can they can look at now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, uh, a whole lot of things with this segment. I mean, Shawn goes into apparently an inappropriate stories about lots, sausage K bosses. Exactly. And, lots and of and the Christmas old DX hats, tales, of yeah, course. Yeah, indeed. And um, but they're basically it's like hey. We we can't have this 25th anniversary with just ourselves. We're going to have to bring out way more than that. And, uh, you know, they give uh, nods to, of course, China mm-hmm. and uh, Ravishing Rick Rude. And they'll say they'll do whatever they want it to do. And they will do whatever they want. It, or they'll say whatever they wanted to say, like driving a tank to the door of WCW. Like that mm-hmm. start a war. And they invite <laughs> and music hits and the New Age Outlaws come out. And that is that uh, is only one of many people. So, you know, we've got uh, Road Dog and uh, Billy Gunn, and they're there. And not only that, but in our Raw studio, actually, because we're inviting it in. It is the 25th anniversary. I mean, speaking we have of getting the like band LaCosto. back together. Oh,
3: my
4: God. Wow, wow. Get it. <laughs> That's my strum. I'm strumming the band. Oh. Johnny. So good to see you, brother. <laughs> you too, man.
1: Johnny. Hey.
4: Too sweet, everyone. That's sweet.
1: <laughs> sweet. Uh, let, let our viewers know what's going on with you. That
4: uh... Oh, why I'm, <laughs> I'm showing up in the last five minutes? <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Well, I'm leaving the country in the morning, and we had to record Compadres immediately. Where are you going? I'm going to Argentina, and I, I'm not smokes. sure where else. Doing some jokes. And so um, we had to get Compadres done, and then I just hauled it over here. And so, sorry guys. There you go. Wherever you, I'm, it's weird not looking at a computer when hosting. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm always doing the chat roll. Of course. Um, well, the is. chat
1: is all about fun. Dad being here. There's a fun lot of Dad? exclamation points. Thanks, guys. A lot. <laughs> I appreciate um, you. We're on the the DX reunion, so uh, okay, good. Yeah, New Age Outlaws just came out, and now we have um, X Pac. Mm-hmm. He comes out mm-hmm.
4: after Buzz's own. I yeah, know, fr- friend um, X-Pac of the 1, network, 2, 360, mm-hmm. good friend yeah. Sean,
1: friend of ours, right there. Yeah, Sean Waltman. Uh, but there's more. You know, WWE Hall of Famer Razor Ramon. We got it goes Scott It Hall. goes
2: from a DX reunion to a full blown click reunion. There yep. we go. You're
3: almost one shy of a click.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he saunters out and he says, uh, you know, we can't do this without the bad guys uh because the, uh the raw 25th is too sweet so then uh finn balor's music Th-
2: those are the magic words of course to bring out the club there you go mm-hmm. so we
1: have uh the, uh the balor club comes out we've got finn we've got gallows we've got anderson not only them then we have the revival so we have uh, dash wilder scott dawson um so they're they're all in the ring and then uh, you know what happens uh tussling Yep, does mm-hmm. A lot of, a quick, tussle, of a quick tussle, of course.
4: One something. of those, hey, we're running out of time tussles. A quick yeah. tussling in
2: the no style means. of a tag team t- t-
3: match. match. Let's do it again. Let's the do it again. it It is nostalgia
1: meets fist and beat. <laughs> hands were thrown and it ended with a magic killer and the revival was penned by Gallows this, this match was blinking
4: you miss it they knew, that time
1: knew. the time really was lot knew.
4: Of, a lot of stuff tonight was blinking <laughs> you miss it <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. There was a lot of battling after that, you know, like Road Dog. get in there. We saw the full Road Dog. Mm-hmm. We um, saw the
2: Famouser, the X Factor yeah. getting yep. busted up yep. for the first time in a long time. Sure.
1: Man. And of course, Triple H finished it with the pedigree. Oh, no, wait. And then there was an after party by the coup de grace. So, yeah, yeah just about everybody had a, a taste and a turn. Of the revival, but yeah.
3: but the fact that Finn Balor had the last word to me now that that's a special kind of special kind of rub. Like sure, that's that's a nice. watched him during Royal Rumble kind of rub.
1: Ooh, yeah. I like that. That's I a fair like point. A absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then it goes back to the Barclays Center. I
2: forgot. I forgot there was even more. I yeah.
1: know this. Is, it's like <laughs> this it was, was right packed. around the
2: time that it became eight o'clock. So I was for a while. I was thinking that they were going to go on with this, I, forgetting that they had talked about the
4: fracture. Johnny, give I, us
1: some of your thoughts, like up to this point I, of everything, because we only have this last thing left.
4: I have heard that, um, and I haven't looked online, but I, I heard that the crowd was getting very restless at the Manhattan Center because there just wasn't as much happening like to me i don't understand why you didn't do the intercontinental title match there sure Um, if you're gonna have a historic title change which this also makes me think and look i don't know if it's gonna happen again but hey philadelphia a couple of years ago who won the royal rumble roman reigns oh boy who is no longer (laughs) Intercontinental
3: champion roman reigns oh boy i'm I, the only thing I worry about is that at the Manhattan Center, they had trouble filming the coup de gras. If they'd have missed any sort of actual visual cues with that Intercontinental title match, that would have been it. Right,
2: right. It would have right.
3: spoiled the end of the match, and that would have been it. So maybe they went with the, the place where they actually put all of their film crew, yeah. and the second stringers were at the Manhattan Center, and they went, we'll give them the easy stuff. Could be.
4: I, I was also intrigued by what The Undertaker said. To me, that was his final goodbye, but... Even the announcer said, What does he mean? So, I, what do you got? Yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't think,
2: I certainly yeah. don't think that was a final goodbye. I don't think yeah. they would, no. I mean, honestly, I don't think they would waste a final goodbye on just like an anniversary Raw. Yeah, 25 years is very historic, but anniversary Raws, I said before, are kind of non canon. So, I don't really think that they would have Undertaker do a final goodbye here, of all places. So you're saying he's going to win the Rumble, is what you're saying? <laughs> I'm saying he's going to eliminate every single other person. Fair enough. Um, I think we're going to see him again when it comes time for. For getting closer to Mania season,
4: okay, uh, brother love. That was my favorite. I mean, oh well, yeah, oh, absolutely, brother love. You give me brother love and Boogeyman. I'm a, happy, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a happy guy. So, uh, yeah, but otherwise, I mean, yeah, it, it was a lot. It was a lot going from two different locations. Not easy thing to pull off. And you know, Vince McMahon took a stunner. Kudos.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and a pretty damn good one, all sure. things considered.
4: Yeah, or, terrible. I mean. He, been worse. It was no Linda. And he <laughs> called himself a senior citizen, which I I got mad, <laughs> got mad love for that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So with our final segment, uh we have uh Paul Heyman. He's coming out. Well, basically we had a, a a crap load of superstars like surrounding the ring. Kurt Angle will not let anything happen tonight. Kurt
2: Hawkins, one of them,
4: first and
1: foremost, yeah, is
3: what I enjoy. Kurt Hawkins on. on the front line. Getting there him on the Ain't show. Nobody getting past Kurt
4: Hawkins. the facts. No one nobody. is.
1: No one ever.
4: Great lumberjacks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Paul Heyman comes out and uh he's got the beautiful Paul Heyman esque stuff Paul coming doing out Paul. to say. Paul doing Paul. Paul, doing Paul. And he intros Brock. So Braun just it just basically turns into a tussle. So basically <sighs> Braun goes after Kane. Sure. Uh Brock Lesnar goes after Kane. Braun goes on a rampage and manages to put Brock through the announcer table. Uh, and stands tall. And
3: nobody lifts a finger to stop him. Oh. <laughs>
1: they were all out no there. No the
3: like popcorn. popcorn. <laughs> they're,
2: uh, they're all out there for the yeah. express intent of keeping this from happening. Right. And not even like an attempt at stopping it from happening. I, There's an yeah. F5 decaying, running power slam <laughs> through the announce table. Uh, Brother loves want- like. Brother
4: Brown! Brother Brown! Okay, go ahead.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You do you. I just want Kurt Angle to pop up on an internet exclusive and go, You're all fired! You're all fired! (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Man, I understand though. I wouldn't have lifted a finger. But the, oh the, no, that's, like that's, that's me. I'm I'm kind of like, oh, that's between them. Mm. They need to I mean, get that but out. But
2: but if if you go from that point of view, then that just makes Kurt Angle look like an idiot <laughs> for bringing all these people out that are immediately just gonna roll over on. Him. You know,
3: <laughs> yeah. Kurt Angle does not have a track record of looking like a very smart general manager. Yeah. Most of the time, you go to the show and he's making. Matches on the spot when somebody suggests it. He doesn't actually plan ahead. <laughs> they're they're on
4: air and he goes. You know what? We just got a main event tonight. What? <laughs> God's
3: sake, Kurt! What are you doing?
2: That is that is one of my one of my favorite tropes of wrestling is that they're just there's just a blank sheet of paper backstage and they're just waiting for people to get into arguments with each other.
4: <laughs> yeah, that that is something that is just. It's not mentioned enough because it's amazing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I will say this. The main event did not. It was I predicted on Twitter what would happen earlier today. I was mm. way off on this, unfortunately. Okay. I predicted The Rock would make a surprise appearance with George from Rampage, and Braun would get mad and challenge <laughs> George, and the main event would be George versus Braun. They would both get DQ'd for eating people, <laughs> yeah. um, and then George would get added to the Royal Rumble. Unfortunately, I don't think any of that's going to happen. Hey, um, you
2: never know, you never know They may just have put a pin in it
1: Yeah, and they they might have IRS there you know?
3: <laughs> yeah. You're just pulling for IRS
1: Can't, all can't say that yeah. they won't it might Very happen. specific date. Yeah. So for Royal Rumble, obviously, uh, we don't have time to go through the full prediction list. But no, is, there, no. is there a particular match that y'all are like, oh, my God, yes, this. And then just to remind you, we have uh, the man over the top, woman over the top Royal Rumble matches. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, two-on-one handicap. We also have the Universal Championship, Brock, Braun, and Kane uh, along with that, we have uh, Raw Tag Team Champions Rollins Jordan versus mm. Cesaro. Mm. SmackDown Tag Team Champions Uso's Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin two out of three falls. Uh, yeah, that's what I got. yeah. Is there something that's?
2: I mean, all, it's this. All, always the Rumble. You always could the you Rumble. could put any single match on the undercard. It will not get me as excited as want? the Rumble match. Who you
1: want Rumble? And oh, which Rumble do you mean? Tough one. Super super boy. tough. Boy.
2: At this point, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you honestly. This now, is the first rumble in a long time. I honestly could not tell you. Someone
4: sent me the betting odds, and I would never bet on wrestling. And if you are, shame on you. Daniel Bryan became the odds-on favorite over the weekend. Mm. Which is so weird, right?
2: Aww. Right? 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 So Bless and their and it, it, it could be it could be wishful thinking. Who knows? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I would love to see it.
1: I want the women's rumble. I want Oscar to win. Of course. There you go. I, mm. I want her to, to be able to just like chill and um, eat people for a while between yeah. here and WrestleMania because her spot is already solidified.
2: Yeah. And I don't think that's a long shot, but by any it is. means, I think I don't you think might it is. be.
1: But I want her to beat Lita. Oh.
2: Interesting. Okay. So. Okay. Oh.
1: I
3: think it might be, for, that be... For
1: the women's
3: mm-hmm. wow. I'd say Naya. Naya. Not not for the old tropes of oh she's the biggest woman, but because I think if Oscar gets into a situation where she's able to fight Alexa Bliss, she could pick up that title and then it would be Asuka versus Naya on the biggest stage too real Unstoppable forces. Sure, sure, yeah. and I think
2: in the interim we could get a nice little program with Nia and Alexa Bliss as well. Could be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or they could remain on the same side as a united front against as- against us. As- right, as- and then
3: Asuka picks it up, is able to to, to get underneath those two. And right, then it's, right. Then it's Alexa and Nia's corner because wrestling. I think,
2: and I think a lot of people are are using Asuka's undefeated streak as an excuse. But you've seen the way WWE kind of markets undefeated streaks. It's really only if you've been pinned or submitted. If Asuka gets eliminated from a rumble, they're not going to count that. If she loses a tag match, they're not going to count that. It's if she gets pinned or submitted.
3: Absolutely. One-on-one mm. on one competition is the only competition that I'd say really matters, because there's a lot of other factors at play, but in one-on-one competition, that's where wins and losses truly count. Right. Uh, I don't think Asuka wins the rumble. I think they're making it too blatantly obvious right now that she is going to win, so uh, I don't
4: think mm-hmm. she is. I think it could be someone returning I think maybe a Beth Phoenix. I think um, I think Mickey James for one more title run, perhaps. That'd be great. Um, probably be okay way off, that? you know. Um, but it's, you just mentioned the card, top to bottom, this is a heck of a card. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, there's maybe not a ton of story with, you know, Shelton and Gable and the Usos, but they're going to put on it. It's going to be a hell
2: of a match for sure, <laughs> yeah. top to
4: bottom. It's like you know, AJ and Sammy and Kevin are going to be entertaining. Start to finish, mm-hmm. and Chisaro anywhere, I'll take him. And, and right. Jason Jordan getting booed, I love it. Oh, right, he's know, I, right? we we
2: haven't seen such an oblivious villain in a very not since probably NXT era Bo Dallas. That's
1: great, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, so. uh, oh God, I can't remember the character's name. He reminds me of a uh, the guy from Spider Man that wears a fishbowl. Mysterio, and- oh. Mysterio, Mysterioso. Yeah. Thank you. Mysterioso, Mysterioso. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh he reminds me of Mysterio, so we're like, Oh, you're a bad guy, but you're oh, you know, you're so inept. What's going right, on there? Exactly. It's like what are you doing?
3: It's like I love that.
1: Okay. Jason Jordan is my Mysterio of uh WWE. There you Maybe go. he
4: wins the rumble. Yeah. No.
1: I don't know. <laughs> that would be great. Loud,
4: loud reaction. But what?
2: it would be the reaction that they wanted for a yeah, change. No, yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm so, telling you, Philadelphia would be burning those Grease poles if uh <laughs> Jason Jordan. So,
3: Grease is flammable.
4: Question question to you guys. I was joking before, but it could have, do you really think they would recreate Roman Reigns again in Philadelphia winning the Rumble?
2: I don't think they're I I I, I think they'd learned the first time.
4: But yeah. wasn't there rumors of Brock? Uh, Roman at WrestleMania. Oh, for
2: sure. And that could very mm-hmm. well still happen. Not necessarily. It may not be for a title. Who knows?
1: Yeah. And do they have the cojones to do that now at this point? I think they need to take a little <laughs> bit of If they do, rest. they
4: deserve everything that happens. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And there, okay. If you want to ruin
4: Philadelphia before the Super Bowl, you can have him win the Royal Rumble.
1: Yes, and the Royal Rumble will be happening uh, January 28th at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, and we will be doing the Raw After Show for that. But for right now, for today, tonight, with the 25th anniversary show, uh, your hosts have been.
2: Oh, uh, my name is Ty Matthews. As always, you guys, y'all can find me on all forms of social media at Ty Matthews PMA. Uh, catch me on the Magicians After Show, Wednesday nights, 10 o'clock PM Pacific, and on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, Saturdays, 4 PM,
1: or check those local listings. And next to him, True Hobo, put yourself over. I'm on the Twitter and the
3: Instagram at True Hobo. I do the NXT After Show Wednesdays, right after NXT airs live for t shirts and merchandise with nxteam.spreadshirts.com.
1: Uh, and your favorite and mine are True Traveling Fun Dad. Uh, let's see. At Jay Quasto,
4: I'm going to be in Fort Wayne, Indiana, February 8 to 10, Louisville, February 15 to 17, and this Sunday, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. I won't be there, but we have a live taping. If you can go, please make
0: it out.
1: Uh, And I am Marquia McCarty. I'm your host for tonight. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Marquia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. I'm also on Marvel Movie News that is on our sister network, Popcorn Talk. Uh, Tomorrow at 2 p.m., we will have the Ryan Sands, and it looks like we'll have Sean Ward, uh, that nerdy YouTuber that everybody loves. We will be talking about the Runaways finale. And I just want to let everybody know right now, I will be doing press junkets for Black Panther. So I'm I'm floating on the ceiling right now. Right now love <laughs> you love that and we will see you next week when we are talking all things raw here at 9 p.m on after buzz tv for wwe wrestling coverage
4: Bye-bye. from executive producers maria Manunos, kevin undergaro
2: phil svitek and the entire after buzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the after buzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com.